0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Of course, it's a very lucky day that you're tuning in because we have with us again, as we do every Wednesday, Judge Andrew Napolitano. And nobody says what the judge says with the judicial authority that he has about the Constitution, our Bill of Rights, our Declaration of Independence, and about how these trends that are going on today reflect what the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and declaration of independence means and how we've lost those rights and judge thank you for being on pleasure gerald you have an article that's coming out the bill of temporary privileges last week <laughs> this is unbelievable the director of national intelligence you know by the way i have to that's an oxymoron there's no intelligence among these national intelligence clowns that have spent trillions of dollars. And I don't know, tell me one great thing that they've done with all their intelligence to preempt something that was going to happen. But anyway, the data gathering and data concealing arm of the American intelligence community masquerading as the head of it revealed that in 2021, this is unbelievable, the FBI engaged in 3.4 million warrantless electronic searches of Americans. This is a direct and profound violation of the rights to privacy in, quote, persons, houses, in, quote, persons, houses, papers, and effects, guaranteed by the 4th, amendment. Well, you know what, judge, you could take that fourth amendment and throw it out with all the rest of them.
1: Well, that's why I called the, um, uh, the column, the bill of temporary privileges, because we don't have rights. I mean, a right as an absolute claim against the whole world to do something, think as you wish, say what you think, publish what you say, worship or not worship, use your property as you see fit. Exercise your liberties without uh, a governmental a permission slip and be left alone by the government. We don't have these rights. They have become temporary privileges to be expanded and contracted at the government's pleasure. When this piece that uh, I wrote about when, when it broke when the news broke, it was a ho hum. Oh, the FBI has spied on 3.4 million Americans. It's actually more than 3.4 million. It's 3.4 million unlawful searches each time they put a search term in that's one search that search could produce the personal private records of 10 or fifteen thousand americans so it's a lot more than 3.4 million but there's no outrage anymore no because 1984 george orwell's novel which was written to scare the daylights out of everybody is here now and it's a big ho-hum oh you mean they only spied on 3.4 million big deal oh You mean the Congress has made this legal, even though it's unconstitutional? You mean the Congress has violated the Constitution? Oh, big deal. What else is new? That's how democracies perish, when the government's growth and destruction of our liberty becomes so commonplace that we aren't even outraged about it.
0: You know, you write over here also, when you talk about not being outraged, that, huh? that, of the oh, 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 the National Security Agency, America's sixty
1: thousand domestic spies, sixty thousand people working for the NSA, whose exclusive job is to spy on Americans. About fifty five thousand of them are civilians. They are either direct employees of the Department of Defense. Or they work for outside contractors, and about five thousand of, of them uh, are military. Uh, their job is to capture every keystroke and every syllable on every mobile device and desktop, every piece of fiber optic communicated data in the country. So you, your radiologist sends an x-ray through email to your treating physician the federal government has it. Oh my. You God. do a wire on your bank account to pay a vendor the federal government has it. All this is without without warrants. The whole purpose of the 4th amendment was to ban warrantless searches, but they are now so commonplace that the FBI I understand their logic. Why should we bother getting a warrant? Why should we make an appointment with a judge? Why should we gather probable cause of crime and persuade a judge to give us a search warrant when we can search this stuff anyway and no one will even know it? That's what George W. Bush brought us. When Edward Snowden, a great American hero, revealed that the Bush administration was spying on everybody all the time. Bush persuaded the Congress to make it lawful. It is lawful because there's a statute that says they can do it, but it's unconstitutional because the statute violates the Fourth Amendment and nobody seems to care. Well, some people care. There are progressives on the left like Bernie Sanders and and Ron Wyden, who's terrific about this. They complain. And then there are those of us who are libertarians and believe in the sovereignty of the individual. We complain. But the vast people in the middle and everybody in the government just sort of looks the other way.
0: Sovereignty of the individual, huh? That, that said that doesn't exist anymore.
1: Oh, Madison argued very interesting. There's a letter Madison wrote, um, arguing that the individual is sovereign and not the state. I mean, to you and me and, and the people who are generous enough to be watching us now, That's that's a truism. That's a baseline uh, argument. But to people in the government, they don't accept that. They believe that the government is sovereign. They believe that we work for them rather than them working for us.
0: You know, and you look at the them. How could people take orders from these little freaks? Out of her mind, Diane Not-So-Feinstein? Little Chucky Schumer? Chins down to his stomach, McDon McConnell, Mitch McConnell. Look at that. That nothing of a clown. Lindsey Graham. One arrow oh, that Peter Schiff. You want to see a little arrogant boy?
1: Who you are mean, these people? You mean, you mean Adam Schiff? Adam Schiff, know. excuse me. Peter you don't, don't mean Peter, our, Peter Schiff is our a great defender guy. of the free market.
0: <laughs> He's a great guy. Always, matter of fact, I had him on.
1: Yeah, we, Peter. We, Peter, we love you. We just confused the names. I know, we love I, you, I, Peter.
0: I, I did it, Tim. When I had him on the show,
1: <laughs> okay. he'll let you have it. <laughs> How matter dare fact, you confuse
0: me with Adam Schiff? <laughs> uh, but anyway, we, matter of fact, it is the. It's on our channel. The one I did with him recently, great interview. Oh, well over hundred thousand people. Yeah, nobody, so anyway, look at these. Nobody clowns.
1: explains. Nobody explains the root. Causes of inflation better than Peter.
0: No, it's all it's all he... one word: government. Yep. Government.
1: Yep. It's not Putin. It's not the oil companies. They're not saints, but they're not the cause of inflation. It's the government. Period. Yeah.
0: I mean, look what they just did with this with this fighting the COVID war. They pumped in these what trillions of dollars to artificially pop up the economy, and right. as inflation skyrocketing, they got interest rates down to zero. Right. And now you saw the numbers that came out it was like 4.5 million people quit their jobs.
1: Right. Because yeah, the government gave them enough money to live yeah. up. So the government shut down the economy and then and then added $3 trillion to the money supply. It's a recipe for disaster and we're paying for it now. Yeah. I saw trillion a dollars, $6, $6 a gallon uh, for gas. It now costs more than $100 uh, to fill your car uh, with gas. I mean, that's just in- intolerable. Yep. and it's all the government's fault for too much money chasing too few goods.
0: Again, we keep calling it the government, but to me we have to identify it's not a government. These are mentally ill people. They're mentally deranged psychopaths and sociopaths. You right here, every member of Congress has taken an oath to uphold the Constitution. yet repeatedly majority votes, and the signatures of all pre-Biden presidents since 2008, continually reenacting Section 702, Congress has permitted the FBI to bypass the Constitution. Again, Congress, people, thus FBI spying is lawful because a state authorizes it, but unconstitutional, because the statute violates the Fourth Amendment. So, Judge, to me, this is U-S-S-A,
1: and it is the KGB. When when this um, news broke, you informed me of it. And without even seeing the uh, identity of, of who sent me the email, I knew it was you because the subject line was America spelled with a K instead of a C, which is, of course, the way we sometimes spell it to to point out that we are slipping not so slowly anymore into a Soviet-style totalitarian uh, government. Uh, But what startles me the most is not that Congress did this because Congress is in the hands of the intelligence community because the intelligence community and law enforcement have dirt, dirt on members of Congress. And they will coerce members of Congress that will show them in private what they have on them in order to get them to keep uh, voting for these illegal authorities and to increase the budgets of these uh, intelligence uh, community uh, domestic spies. But what startles me or what upsets me the most is that there is, as I said earlier, there is no outrage, Gerald. You, you out- and I are outraged. Bernie Sanders is outraged. Ron Wyden is outraged. Ron Paul is outraged. Thomas Massey is outraged. That's it.
0: That's it. You, Because you go on to say, the federal government is rotten to the core. Today in America, we have no rights. You know, Judge, we have no rights. But you know what we're going to do? We're rotten to the core. We're going to bring rights to Ukraine. We're going to bring them freedom. This is the hypocrisy of what... We're going to bring freedom and
1: democracy there as we're losing ours. Well, remember George W. Bush, we're going to bring freedom and democracy to Afghanistan and to Iraq, and we're going to borrow $3 trillion to do it. What a disaster. You know... And on this war front,
0: by the way, you know, all the news, I want to tie this into something. All the news now is Roe versus Wade. And the politicians are coming out, many of them, you know, how terrible it is to have abortions and kill an unborn. But you know what? These are the same politicians that go over to Ukraine to send more lethal weapons to kill people. These are the same politicians that vote for every war, every war, every war that there's been going on since they've been alive and in office. So tell me what's going on here. It's can't kill an unborn, but we can kill anybody we want in any country. Where did you see Joe Biden yesterday? At Lockheed Martin. Yes. Could you imagine the president of the United States going to the number one defense contractor in the United States to ask for more lethal weapons of death and yeah. destruction? But, oh, Roe versus Wade, now we got to get serious.
1: I, I have often thought that the uh, Republicans who claim to be pro-life are just making that claim not because they give a damn about babies in the womb, not because they believe babies in the womb are persons, not because they believe the Constitution requires the states to protect life at all of its stages, but just to curry favor uh, with certain Christian groups. And you've just demonstrated that. How can the same human being who is worried about babies in the womb being killed want to slaughter people in foreign countries just to force them to accept our version uh, of a government. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. And even when Republicans controlled both houses of Congress and had a Republican in the White House, they could have stopped Roe versus Wade in its tracks with a single one-line piece of legislation. The fetus in the womb is, for all legal and constitutional purposes, a person such legislation was never even brought to the floor because Republican leadership wouldn't allow it to come to the floor. So these people are not serious pro-lives, pro-life people. They're duping the pro-life community. You can't be in favor of protecting the life of a baby in the womb when you're not in favor of protecting the life of a human being on the street in a foreign country. You you know,
0: Judge, what, uh, being, you know, the authority that you are, the judicial authority, what makes you an accessory to a crime so for example if i know that somebody's committing murder and, and and robbing people and i supply that person with money and weapons am i an accessory to the crime
1: yes you are yes you are it's a very 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 interesting moral question which has begun to be debated in the legal academic community those very few of them who believe that we have no dog in the fight in Ukraine. Are we accessories? And this is the Colonel McGregor, Phil Giraldi, Scott Ritter, very, very rational, sound argument. Are we accessories to murder by uh, aiding the Ukrainians? And if we didn't aid the Ukrainians, wouldn't this have been over Over a month ago? And maybe maybe 500,000 lives ago.
0: So taking it one step further, more than just being an accessory to the crime, would accessory to the crime also be that we are, in fact, not fighting a proxy war against Russia. We are at war with Russia.
1: Yes, I think we are at war with Russia. And I think that pleases uh, a lot of people in the Republican Party. You just mentioned the names of some of them. Uh, Lindsey Graham, to his credit, is open about this. I mean, his his thinking is warped, but at least he's he's, uh, open about it. The others aren't even open about it. Chris Coons, senator from Delaware, Joe Biden's closest friend in the Senate, the one who occupies the seat that Biden himself had for 36 years, said it's time to consider uh, troops on the ground. I'm happy that they are telling the truth, but it is dreadful if this conversation uh, becomes uh, commonplace.
0: Well, Look, again, Ron boring.
1: Paul. Ron Paul has released. You and I have talked about this. The tape of the CEO of Raytheon saying, "You know, the the gear that the Ukrainian military is getting is stuff we've stockpiled in Europe and NATO has stockpiled. It's not our best stuff." and half of it gets destroyed by the Russians before the, it even gets into the hands of the Ukrainians, because the Russians are not stupid. They know where it is. Now now I'm going to paraphrase the CEO. We're happy that this happens, because once the stockpiles go down, what are they going to do? They're going to come to us and pay us for more instruments of death. Well, again, what, what you just
0: said, you know, get Raytheon being the number two defense contractor... Oh, and the guy that's playing our head of the Department of Defense, Lloyd Austin.
1: Well, where was he before he was the Secretary of Defense? What gig did he have?
0: Uh, on the board of directors of Raytheon.
1: Can't make this up. No. You can't
0: and then to have the President of the United States go to the biggest defense contractor yesterday uh, and, and and say how proud he was to be there to Lockheed Martin, and that we have to send more weapons to Ukraine to me is demonic.
1: Well, the the McGregor Ritter Giraldi uh, argument is that we have extended the war. Oh, we have. If if the Russians had just marched in, they would have just seized whatever seized whatever land they wanted. Without all the bloodshed. Yep. We have caused the bloodshed. I don't know how this uh, ends. I mean, Ritter and, and McGregor and Giraldi are telling me there's no way the Russians can lose. I say the and, same. And that the DOD has told that to Biden. So Biden, it's tough to figure out his brain because I don't know if it's all there. But Biden must either think that a World War III would make him another FDR or that extending this war somehow improves his uh, approval rating amongst uh, voters uh, in America. Because extending the war is not helping the Ukrainians. It's helping the Russians to destroy Ukraine. But again, it's bigger
0: than Biden. I mean, we've talked about this guy Austin that's playing defense. He's coming out and saying, quote, we're going to weaken Russia. We're going to weaken Russia. So, you know, and again, it's not only the Republicans. You know, look at the Democrats that all support this war. Yes. I mean, it's across the board. They're they're calling for the war even more than, you know, as much as the Republicans are. Again, you,
1: you turn on Fox or CNN or MSNBC and you see war, 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 and you see all of it from the Ukraine side. So the media in cahoots with uh, Raytheon and Lockheed and the federal government and the CIA. CIA feeds all kinds of information to the media. I know that to be so, having been a part of the media. Uh, they've persuaded the American public that Russia's wrong, that Ukraine is right, and that we must do everything possible to uh, to stop Putin. That's where we are now. And every week we talk about this, Gerald. Yep. It's worse. It's not better. It's worse.
0: They had an election, a primary election in Ohio. A guy that was running, he came from nowhere, this guy, J.D. Vance. He won the, the primary to run for Senate. He came out against the Ukraine war. The only one. And he got a load of media. They started hitting on him for it. Two issues that he won with, as I see it, and that I've been saying for a long time. He's against the government forcing you, you know, to fight the COVID war, you know, telling you do, you have to do what they tell you to do with the vaccinations, etc. cetera. And number two, coming out against the Ukraine war, saying it's not our involvement in it. And they really went after him big time. That got him a lot of press, because a lot of people are against this war, You said it, the CIA in cahoots with the, with the prostitutes, the media whores that get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whore masters, telling the people about the, about the COVID, uh, how we have to fight the Ukraine war, but in the hearts of the people, they don't want it. Right. And this guy won. He was an odds on loser. Oh, and they're saying because Trump supported, had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. He even came out
1: against Trump in in different times over the years. Yeah, Gerald, I couldn't agree with you more. Maybe when people are open and honest, uh, the voters will rise to the occasion. Maybe even somebody like Chuck Schumer could be taken on by someone who's against the war, against the vaccines, against the government telling us how to live and what to put on our faces.
0: And some man who is a... The the judge of freedom, a man of peace, and really somebody that knows about justice and wants it to continue to be part of our lives should be the president of the United States. And that's what we really need is, uh, is someone that is for we the people and not little sold out boys and girls that are bought out by the big corporations that morons and imbeciles call campaign contributions they're bribes and payoffs now we mean a man like judge napolitano to be the president of the united states
1: don't say that too loud you'll get me in trouble
0: no i won't <laughs> <laughs> thank you judge see you next week
1: all the best gerald